today's guest is a mystery guest, and so he will be wearing a disguise. And uh, what are we going to be calling you? Mystery? Yogi? Uh, uh, well, Mystery is my host name, but my real name is uh, Yogi Bear. So we got Yogi Bear on the podcast today. It's our mystery guest. He's coming in from... Where are you coming in from? From uh, out there. Way out there. So out there. I'm coming here from the woods. Here comes the disguise. Can we get the door closed I'm Coming from the woods. And here he is, our mystery ah! guest. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I got to put the sunglasses on and also do the, the retina scans. Oh, do you know that, about those? That's how you. No, do you know about the retina scans? I don't. Yeah, so it's a part of the biometric pro- program that the Chinese use. Interesting. So the Chinese were so effective at... Uh, Eliminate COVID. So that's what they used? Well, biometrics <laughs> basically reads your body temperature, right? Uh, your size, just anything identifying about you. And retina scans are a really important part of that because it's hard to substitute your eyes for someone else's. So it's a fingerprint. You can't hide your eyes like you can hide your fingertips. So it's a fingerprint. No, it's more effective than fingerprint. Because think can you, about can it. you bring the, the hey, mic closer? How to many you? times a day can you get fingerprinted? None, bring, if you don't want. Bring it. the mic closer to you. Yeah, you like it up here? Yeah, it'll it'll move closer towards oh, you. Yes. Wait, can you actually put the headphones on no. as well? Yeah. You want headphones on? Yeah, yeah you'll. Be They're able to... so restrictive. No, because they're... I'm not. Two things I'm not into: headphones and condoms. <laughs> what? I, the headphones are great because you can actually see how it modulates. Well, if, if you're being loud, if you're being quiet. This guy. You know. I don't know. I brought gifts. I come bearing gifts. What do you got? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked yet. Um, but is, I think I this, have... Is this the mystery bag? I think I have a sandalwood necklace, a bracelet. Is it blessed? Yes, it's blessed. And it's actually from a very rare wood. Uh, but it, the tree was not harmed They in the making of it. ethically sourced the wood off the tree. I think the word these days is sustainable. Sustainable. Yes. Sustainably caught. Mm. You guys can hear it. <laughs> oh, so sustainable. Yeah. So and uh, um. Oh, so you got some little. Uh, I also wood. speaking of blessed, I also have a little bracelet. Ooh, what do you, you got want? here? We, this deep. We don't have to do that. We can do that after the, after the after, you know, ceremonial. So basically, you have to take all of your clothes on, and I'll I'll bathe you in the milk of a goat. Okay. Did you bring the goat's milk? Uh no. Oh, you have a few of I those thought, on your don't wrist already. Do you guys already. have goats out here? No, we actually talked about getting a goat. Uh, we have chickens currently, so we thought about getting a goat. But I think, wait, why do you have like five of those on already? I don't know, bro. I don't know why people have a lot of things. To be honest, that's true. Uh, there's not five. There's three. Cause you get him at temples, bro. They get him at temples. The blessing for your existence and like. The acceptance of your prayers. And where where did you pick that one up from? <laughs> <laughs> we should just get super deep and heavy with this bear mask on. I cannot even with it. Well, uh, <laughs> I got them. Uh, these ones come from an island in Indonesia. That's not the one you're thinking. I know you're thinking Bali. I'm not even thinking that. You're thinking Bali, bro. I can see it. It's Am like I? that movie. It's like that. Have you seen a, a Village of the Damned? Mm-mm. Or Children of the Damned? No. Yeah, everyone can read. It's like there's the the, the, <laughs> the aliens, like the invading forces, basically look just like us, except they can read your mind. 
So so basically, the, the last is so basically they take over the planet and they all know that they're each other because they can reach out to mind. They're like, oh, I'm, you're one of me, I'm one of you. And then all the normal people, which is like 99% of the world, they just fucking, I think they like harvest them for their brain fluids or something. Hmm. Um, like the last scene in the movie is basically it's like the teacher and he set a bomb to blow up all the children. <laughs> All the alien children. Oh, wow. Alien children. They're evil. They're bad. It's for the greater good. Oh, that's, oh yeah. All right. They're taking our jobs. Got to light that switch. Yeah. Light that switch, then dig that ditch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woo! We doing barbecue tonight, boy. <laughs> um, so the children are like, uh, like looking at the teacher, right? And the teacher set this bomb because if he can blow up the school with all the children, he'll save humanity. Mm-hmm. Sounds a little unrealistic, but hey, you know, each yeah. to their own. If it comes down to that. So the, like, alien mind-reading children, like, are, like, sitting in class, and they're like, hey, like, I can tell something's not right. Like, what are you thinking about? Like, I can s- tell that you're not, like, having normal thoughts. And then all the kids start to come closer to him, and he's, like, he's planted this bomb, but he knows if they read his mind that he's planted a bomb, they'll, like, kill him really quick, and then find the bomb because they can just be like oh well where's the bomb and then once they're in your mind you can, so what's you this know, movie it's called village of the damned or children of the damned oh yeah so we got to watch it yeah so basically um the point of that is that uh you know i think that you know like at these temples on this island it was like basically like people were kind of mind readers but on sort of a universal level right not on like a movie level but on like there's like some there's some power that senses us that maybe we necessarily don't always sense hmm. but it always senses us you know it's what we're doing how we're doing it yeah all that stuff so basically um <laughs> i was like all right well i'm just gonna have faith yeah all right i'm just gonna have faith you know you have faith are you a man of faith you man of faith brett i mean in which regard any regard like believing in an entity or a thing sure um without Third dimensional proof. Without physical proof. I think everything's possible. That's not an answer, Brett. I mean, no, I don't necessarily follow a deity or... um... Do you have faith? Are you Hmm. a man of faith? Do you believe in some sort of uh, goodwill or, uh, you know, ultimate power or something that's, like, beyond and... You know, there seems to be something. Something that there, you can't there seems, feel. Yeah, there seems to be something that we don't understand. That you can't say. Do you believe in anything that you can't say, okay, this exists? Do you believe that anything exists that you don't know, right? Like, that's faith. Yeah, I guess in a sense. I mean, I guess blindly I do have that in a lot of sense. Like, even just hitting jump right. sometimes. It's like, okay, you do the math in your head, but not ultimately you don't know if you're going to really make it. So... Yeah, I guess sometimes you do have faith sometimes right. when you're, like, going above right. your skill level or, right. or something like that. And so so right. I have it on that level, but faith as in, like, I guess the way I took it is, like, do you believe in, like, Sky Daddy, you know? Sky Daddy? Yeah. Like, you know. Who's Sky Daddy? Like, or or any sort of deity of some sort. Uh yeah no I'm not trying to be too specific I'm just saying like a higher power like a like a sense I mean I, don't, I that's like I, we we describe things so funny I've been thinking about that it's like we always describe these things as like a higher power or an unknown act at play or you know what I mean like we are always exploring that but it's like <sighs> we we want to chalk it up to something as like energy and like we're all like 
connecting to each other. And well, a lot of people will just say that's a drive for procreation. Mm. Right? Like, I guess. It's a drive to mate. Do all this stuff to have sex, basically. That's the short answer. That's not <laughs> what I believe. That's what people... <laughs> That's what people that are not of faith believe. Right. Because they have to believe in something like real, right? Or money, right? Like, I can feel this money. Like, this is real money. Yeah. Instead of being like, listen, I think it's all going to work out because I trust everybody and things will usually work out. I mean, I, I definitely have that. It's more like, give me the money. I want all the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're right here. Yeah. It's like, yo, dude, how about some faith? Dude, this mask is growing on you so much. <laughs> like, dude, I'm like, honestly. <laughs> Look at you dead in the eyes with this thing. It's like it's <laughs> now you're using the <laughs> the hair so people that can't see this. You're just listening. He's like got this bear mask on. He's just stroking the yes, fur. But, but also, but also, we're not biased against the blind. No, we're so not. For people that can't see this, it doesn't mean you're worse. <laughs> it just means that Brett's gonna. You can listen to his voice. I'm gonna describe the bear mask. It's <laughs> amazing, actually. So you got these bracelets. One of them's for me, I suppose, or both of them are for me. Well, this is the point I was trying to make. Oh, yeah, okay. Is that if you're a person of faith, you don't necessarily believe that anything belongs to anything or anyone. And you believe that everything happens in a certain pattern way that it's supposed to happen. So you're just going to leave those there and maybe I pick them up. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I don't. Whoever gets them, wears them for a while. Wait, hold on. Okay, now what shell now what shell is it under? What do you mean? <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> you play the shell games? Oh yeah, under yeah. Those under guys the cups. are like magic. Under the cups. No, it's a gimmick. I want I, okay. I know people say it's a gimmick, but I bet that like ninety nine plus percent or whatever is like a gimmick. Yeah. But there's a small percentage that is just so amazingly I know. Talented. They almost they almost transcend that physical reality. Well, binds us to our ego 100 percent. i think what's yeah, really yeah, yeah, interesting yeah, about yeah. that like psychologically people that do like simple little magic tricks that are they're like they just practice the thing over and over and over and then what they do is they kind of go past that person's reality of like what they see or what they foresee but really they're just tricking them but it's funny because it's like you start to realize that like how expansive it you actually could be if you just got the magic trick well do you believe in it? Do you think any magic Here's tricks are deal. actually magic, or do you think they're all? Yeah, just... I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. It is that is extremely symbolic about of basically everything in pop culture, modern <laughs> media, and this basically all of the arts since the beginning of civilization. Right. And that common theme is the idea, right, that you were speaking of. Right. <laughs> which of which which part of it? So, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, totally. It's like the idea of the sensationalism, like the bear mask, dude. I can't. It's so funny. Well, I appreciate you leaving those bracelets there. Well, you're gifting. You said they're gifts, so they're somebody's. <laughs> Just ASMR of your bear mask stroking. Can you it feels hear it? really good? Can you hear it? It's like, yeah. Can you hear it? Like big time, yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah no I'm just thinking about how like that transcendence of a physical form is what makes legends which always has been like with mythical Greek Greek mythology or you know Hindi, Hindu deities right it's all this idea like it's almost human it's almost real but it like Part of it transcends into the divine, right? Yeah. Jesus, this Easter, is it Easter-ish? What was it? What would you guys say? He's like, oh, well, this is actually the actual birth of Jesus or second birth. Oh, yeah, no, it's Good Friday. Good Friday, which was the first birth of Jesus or second birth? Because the resurrection is on Sunday or what? It took no, 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 I think he, he he dies today and, gets and he rises on, on Sunday. Sunday. That's quick. That's, that's what I thought. Right, so that's, that's, a tra- that's, that's a transcendence of physical restriction and form. See what I'm saying? Like normal normal people can't just <laughs> normal people can't just die and be reborn. I mean, I don't think you don't see what I'm seeing. Just to see you in this. Do mask you looking. see what I see? No, Brett, I'm serious. I'm asking a serious question. Okay, go ahead. Do you know anyone that's been killed and reborn or died and been reborn two days later? Uh, no, no. Well, Me, eh, come on, no. Okay. Me neither. Not killed. No. Jesus. No. Jesus is it, right? right? That's a transcending of physical form mm-hmm. and becoming a, 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 a mantelpiece in pop culture. Pop culture does not mean Andy Warhol and fucking Lady Gaga. It also means that, but pop is just popular. Right. Popular culture, you know, hundreds of years ago, and even now, on a thousand years, is Jesus. Right. Jesus, he Jesus was the rock star. Yeah, he was Warhol. He was, right? People were like, oh, because he transcended physicality. So this is what I'm saying. Anybody like a magician, for example, I think some magicians are divine. I think some divisions that can transcend that normal parlor trick. Yeah. Like they can tr- trick the tricksters. Yeah. Can show magic the magician. That's that's beyond the thing. I think that small selected group are divine. Mm-hmm. That they're operating with it with it with an increased influence from higher powers, and that's how they're able to transcend that. Same thing as Jesus. Same thing as like really good BMX bikers that do stuff that it's like that. Ne- oh, that's another level. Yeah. That sort of stuff is tapping into the divine. Jay Z. You know, heard of this guy, Jay Z? Mm-hmm. Hey, Harry comes out here. The hand. He's I probably seen him at the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bay, eh? mm-hmm. Um. So basically, he has a thing where he says he goes in the studio. He leaves. He leaves a crack in the door and lets God come in. <laughs> and that's his whole gig. And that's uh, what. I, that's what I should. And that's what I would. Sh- that's what I should do to be the divine. Well, As it's Jay-Z. just anyone that's able to basically transcend the normal physical existence that we find ourselves in and that we're perceived to be generally can become a legend or can generally be considered, you know, uh, on the next more level. More than just a human being, right? Yeah. Like Jesus or Muhammad or Shiva. And now, that's what I mean about not modern pop culture. Now it's like uh, David Blaine. Yeah. Right? Stuff he does is a little beyond just, you know. Well, he's trying to – It's it, that's why I ask because sometimes you see some of these things live, like in person, and you're like, how – okay, I get it's like trickery and like whatever. But it seems like he's like trying to do these like very physical things to show like the physicality of it. But it's like he's almost downplaying the aspect of like his true nature. It's like, it's like okay, I get you can put an ice pick through your through your arm or whatever it may be. Or, you know, float away on balloons and skydive down. It's, like, all about a mental, like, mental capacity and controlling yourself and 
and setting up the whole thing and making sure everything goes perfect. But it seems like, you know, yeah, there is something different between his physical and what his actual is. Like he, there's part of me that wants to believe that he has partial magic. Well, not like so much to where he can actually disappear, but so much to where he actually does harness like a, an energy or like a thing so, that I don't know. We describe everything as so rudimentary. It's right. hard to say. So, so that part of him that transcends the physical being is beyond him. This is what I'm saying about faith and about the higher power. Right. People of faith will say that that unex- unexplainable part where they are doing things that are beyond explanation and beyond interpretation by the average human being and sort of seem greater than what is like physically possible you're talking about the knee, you know the spike in the arm the whole yeah thing. so this is because there's a part that's greater than him and it's operating through him right like he has so that's the, the way you, that's the way that you see it yeah so things like bracelets or objects nothing really belongs to anybody any more than anyone even belongs to anybody yeah true. more than you belong to yourself yeah right now if you can transcend your physical form, you can be, you can die and be die on Friday and be reborn on Sunday, or float into the sky with a, with a bunch of balloons or whatever you know is, or you know be like the best BMX rider or whatever your thing is. Then that point, because you transcend your physical form, you no longer are bound by the limitations of life and death on this planet. Mm-hmm. And that's when your legacy becomes greater than you. Right. Like yeah. a piece of Picasso art. Where the heck is the Picasso? <laughs> no one knows. His spirit might be flying around the galaxy. He might be a rotting fucking bag of bones in some fucking graveyard in Barcelona. All right? And like, okay. His art. His art is priceless. Mm-hmm. Right? What's he worth? He doesn't even exist, bro. So when people are creating or doing things that are beyond them, they live longer than the creator. So that's like when you say, oh, are you giving me this? I'm like, hey, I don't even know who I am or who you are. So I don't know if I'm giving you this, but it's something that you're taking and having or something, right? Like whatever. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, well, then if that's the case, then nothing fucking matters. None of this shit fucking matters. (laughs) It's so fucking like, what? Come on, man. Well, bless you, COVID. Thank you. Yes. Um, Covidian. I actually just got a test back. No, no antibodies even. Did you get vaccinated? No. I should just be like, yeah, I got vaccinated. Hey, yeah, guys, I'm fine. Don't worry I about know, it. That's what Angel was saying. She's like, we should just be telling everybody we got vaccinated. <laughs> it's fine. We're so, yeah, 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 we got it. Two well, shots. I have, I have superpowered antibodies, I believe, actually. Well, do you believe or do you know? Mm, I believe I know. Yeah. Who knows? Let's not even do. Let's not even do COVID. We don't. No faith. one knows. Talk about not knowing anything. Nothing mattering. It's like, oh, people all of a sudden know something about science. Anyway, well, I appreciate the gifts of, or not gifts or whatever they are. The things. I don't know, bro. The I don't things. Know what they are. All I Thank know you for is the things. I can't believe people fucking don't glaringly see how obvious it was a fucking biological weapon from China. <laughs> like. <laughs> The official line that the Chinese are saying, this is the official line. I'm not making this up. The official line the Chinese are saying is it came from frozen food in America. That's what they're saying. Yeah. 
Where are they saying that? On their news or something? That's what they told the World Health Organization. Hmm. Because finally China allowed, after 18 months, members of the United Nations to go in there and inspect the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Problem is, during that 18 months, they erased all their hard drives and files. So when the the WHO got there and asked me to open their books, there was no books to open. Hmm. And I'm like, what the hell are the books? Oh, we don't have the books. Uh, but we uh, we decided that it came from frozen food in the United States. And they're like, what? Uh, we don't think so. I'm like, well, see you later. Bye bye. <laughs> and the world, Tra- the health organization left. Well, that seems like a thorough inspection. Well, the problem is the World Health Organization partially funded that, along with the CDC, which is the Center for Disease Control in the United States. They funded the Wuhan Institute of Virology because the Institute of Virology was one of the only. Uh, uh, official uh, biology institutes in the world yeah. that could operate with human genomes and uh, create certain viruses. It was out. It was made illegal in the United States. There's a panel. I forget what it's called, but it's a group of like ethical scientists that basically vote on things. I think it's part of the federal government, and they're basically like, okay, it's illegal, right? It's illegal to human stem cell. For example, you can't use human stem cells in the United States yeah. at all, not even for research purposes. Right. Yeah. So it was like a law like that, but it was for uh, this infectious diseases for like certain variants of uh, coronaviruses and stuff. And this particular variant, there was an incident about 10 years ago in southern China near Kunming where there was an outbreak. And that virus was, and this is, this is known because the U.S. government, um, through the CDC, because CDC had extra funding, and they want to know about this stuff. And the argument was, well, why are we creating the very same thing that we're trying to prevent? Mm-hmm. Like, that just sounds like a bad idea. Well, you know, just be cautious. So the Wuhan Institute of Virology was one of the only institutes in the world that was allowed to work on viruses like this. So them saying, oh, it randomly came from a fucking box of fucking seafood from a location that they can't even say. Like, it's obviously it came from that lab. And that's what people will say. Um, However, the question is not that. That's not the debate anymore. The debate is, was it purposely released? Or did it accidentally escape? Right. Because that's a huge difference. Huge difference. That's the whole line in the sand. I mean, like, that's pretty much like, that's biological warfare on a global scale way quicker than World War II. Because World War II had to take some time because you had to get up, put boots on, go out, march. Now it's just like, you know. Here it is. Well... Yeah, bro. It's like biological viruses are like a bunch of little mini bullets. And these bullets don't kill you, but they can have, you know, they can have like, okay, do you know a lot, like a lot of tribes and even like some back in the day, even white people did this, but most, mostly it was a tribal thing, like arrows or bullets. And they'll be, they'll, you put a poison, put on, poison them, on them yeah. or some stuff and it hits the animal, the person. Yeah. And then you get them a few miles later when they're dead and you have a nice dinner. Yeah. Okay. Um, or not a nice dinner. I don't know. It's like, oh, I'm a humanitarian. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> They're mostly you? shooting. I'm other, a vegetarian. They're what mostly are, shooting other what, things. What like are that. you? Oh, I'm a vegetarian. What are you? I'm a humanitarian. Mm. Uh, you mean like mm. you like humans or you eat humans? Maybe both. I like them. <laughs> but do you eat them? <laughs> I like them. Oh, okay. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Um, so... That's basically what a virus is. A virus is like a bunch of teeny little poisonous bullets. Now, 
Tell me how much it costs to spread a bunch of teeny little bullets if you need to buy all the guns and get all the planes and fly to all the places and organize all the troops. Oh, I mean, I know. It's a I process. It. Yeah, totally. Now, how much does it cost if you can shoot every one of those little bullets and all you have to do is go once to a group of tourists? And then all those bullets go all over the world. You think that was the, that, you think that was the administrate like that's how they administered it? Just well, that's how a virus works. Right. You think it just it's not a they administer. That's just like the common cold. Sneezed on a group of tourists. Well, or something. I'm saying that is how easy it is to be done. But how crazy is it that what the message was like when everyone's looking at their phones? It was a picture of a girl eating a bowl of soup with a giant bat in it. It's like. What? Remember that was like the picture that was going around. <laughs> it was like a girl. No, that a, was a meme. No, no, no. No, it was like a thing. It was like coronavirus, and they had like a bat in a bowl, and she's like eating the bowl, like eating the bat out of the bowl. Do you remember this picture? No, but it sounds kind of. That was the that was the consensus of basically the entire this thing. This was it was like that was the COVID bat. Everyone, I was talking to a guy two weeks ago, and this is like how mixed moshed all the information was. This is when I was just like, dude, please don't even talk. He's like, well, yeah, you know, this 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 came from. You want some water? Yes. I haven't drank any of this. Have you not? I'm gonna drink all that right now. Yeah, have it. I need a straw. A straw. Uh, uh, don't, uh, don't trick me into taking my mask off, bro. <laughs> I think. No, so. I need a. Do you have straws? No, I think you gotta. Do you have straws? Yeah. Got a straw. Okay. Straw and water, please. A little double combo. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes is always the answer. Never what, say no to water. What do you got the pen for? This. Yeah. It's my little. Uh, this is my little camera. <laughs> I'm like fuck it, record it all. Yeah. Like God sort them out. Yeah. So what? What do you really have? I'm like save the data. Like you know what I want? I want a iCloud for my iCloud. <laughs> I want like it. Ooh, that's a good idea, bro. That's a fucking. That's a billion dollar idea right there. You need to market you that. Need a Milky Way. That. No, no, no. The Milky Way. Yes. Something, you something you would galactical. call it. You would call it the the. Uh, yeah, yeah. The galaxy or something. Something galactical. Yeah, galaxy cloud. Uh huh. Yeah. That's very galactical. Very Hence galactical. Galaxy, yes. So, um, a <laughs> Uh I'm a galactologist. Why? Because I study things that are out of this world. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of freedom in doing it with the, uh, doing it with the mask, bro. Being anonymous. Yeah, I mean, I suppose there is. I mean. I mean, should I be wearing a mask too and just put it out there and no one knows who I am? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's. I brought. That's where. This, this is fine. how. This is how you have a proper conversation. You lay your weapons on the table, and that's how you begin. We should have started with that. Your knife is bigger than mine. Yeah, that's. You know, mine looks collapsible. Mine looks cool. Though. Mine's collapsible. It's just you know, full time. Oh, bro. That's actually a really sick knife. Collapse. That's so ghetto, dude. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you can't really have it. It's like, okay. A... It's a beautiful. That's very illegal. That knife. No, it's legal. It has to be as wide as your palm. It's only legal in your house. See. Yeah, that's not legal this around. This is so ratchet, actually. <laughs> it's not legal around um Manhattan. Yeah, it is. The actually. only thing illegal in Manhattan is butt sex and weed. I don't think that's illegal anymore. That's the only thing that's legal. Oh, it's the only thing that is legal. Yeah, in yeah. Manhattan. Wow, we had that straw. You can't smoke. You can't smoke a cigarette in Manhattan. So it is. So is. Did we find out? Is it actually legal Why marijuana? Why are you keeping this? Yes. I know. They legalize but I can't it today. That. How is it not? Why did we like media? April Fool's joke? 
Yeah, yeah you did say. <laughs> That's a hundred percent. No, it's. Dude, wait a second. What the fuck? How no, did we not think of that? It's not an angel. It hundred percent is. We need to Google this right now. Angel, can you please wait? Google? I will literally bet you any amount of money. No, we don't have to bet. No, no, I know, but that's, uh, that's is a way of marijuana, saving. Is marijuana legal in the U.S.? Or, um, in, Dude, uh, we both in New York. In New York. But you found out yesterday, which was April 1st. This makes perfect sense now. There's no way. It's not even on social media. People would be doing, the, doing it so different, I feel like. Dude, there's members of the fucking house raising their hands and stuff, bro. What, that's the evidence that you're coming York, back with? New York Times, dude. I don't fucking know. Right. How about New York Times? Is that worthy Do you of... think Como has nips pierced? Did you see that photo? Andrew Andrew Homo? No, the other one, Chris, I think. Or is it It is Andrew. He's got the pierced nips. Dude, I think that he's just uh, asexual and misunderstood. You think so? I mean, what were his crimes? Like, as two straight white males, we should probably talk about it. Well, I don't even know his crimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we totally should. Everyone wants to hear our opinions. Wait, can you, uh, what, what was it? This is. What do you mean, book. what was it, dude? What was the, what this guy, this is like the most denial thing I've seen in so long, bro. These mics need to be detachable. Actually. Can I, like, lay down with this mic? You gotta, like, what's really nice is, like, beanbags, because then you're like. What's the most deniable thing? What? You were saying before. I'm saying you're the most deniable person right now. Why? Because you don't think weed was legalized yesterday. In Manhattan. They. It's up to three ounces of marijuana. I don't smoke that much. I'm just saying. There's like weed shops, bro. I think they just decriminalized it. Okay, dude. Now you're sh- now you're thinking. I know what the story is. It's legalized. It's not decriminalized. It's, that's different. <laughs> Wait, five, ten seconds ago, you, were, you didn't even think it was true, and now you're trying to argue the specifics of it? I've read the articles. <laughs> This, what do you this mean? article actually isn't very yeah, expansive dude, trust. on, the, on I'm, the... Have faith. I, you know what? I think I have faith. Have faith. It's legal. I now have faith. Oh, what's no, this? No, 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 no. Are we going to lay down? No, no, no. You cannot lay down. Oh, you think it'll go down there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Oh, uh, yes. uh. Hey, so I was like, I think I need a new back, dude. What do you mean? Well, my back is fucked up, bro. No, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Your back's fucked up. I mean... Oh. Why do you think your back's fucked up? I thought I had appendicitis today. What? I didn't even know what that was. What I didn't even know that? what it was. What is that? Appendicitis? Yeah. So, I don't know what it was either. But it's something with the appendix, but I was like, mm, I don't think so. Franz, have you tried to start self-diagnose? Well, because I got this pain, like, right here, bro. What the fuck, dude? It's just the shortest little... I got this pain like right here. <laughs> I like that you have the knife knife sheath off. No. Oh, you could have a rib that's just kind of bumped. A bumped rib? Yeah, you can get like. So, have you taken like? Have you fallen on that side? Like fallen on my side. Like, I'm a doctor all of a sudden. Have you fallen? Yeah, on I've that done side? a lot of shit. No, recently though. Dude, this last is, year. No, this has been two years. This has been going on for. Did you? It's crash? really like this numb pain that you have a I motorcycle constantly... crash. I should probably be in a worse mood. <laughs> for the amount of pain. Yeah, like several constant years of pain. Like you think it would make someone a little bit. Yeah, but I've had that too. I've had el- I've had this tendonitis in elbows. That's like the same thing. But pain just becomes bearable. You just kind of adapt over. Would time. you get a new elbow? Oh, hundred percent. You would. How much you pay for it? Probably hundred k. 
You pay 100k if I hook you a new elbow. Yep, that's not a thing. I don't need a new elbow. I've been doing uh, PRP on my elbows. It's actually it's fixed it. Can you see my Jew Bear gears running? <laughs> <laughs> like 100k a new elbow. Let's do the math on this. Yeah. Dude, uh, it sucks. To, it sucks to be in pain. Like well, when, you, when you have back pain like that. Why can't you just get your elbows swapped? You can definitely get elbows. Bones are easy to get. I can get you any bones. Yeah, but I mean, you don't need. They don't do it like that. They don't just give you a new elbow. <laughs> That's not how. They it goes. can't just like cut your arm right here and pull it out and then like replace it. Mm. They probably could, dude. They can do a lot. It'd but... probably have to be. Is it a joint or a bone? What do you mean? I mean, is the it but was it fucked up at the joint? Where, is it fucked up at the joint or is it fucked up on the bone? Like, it's is, the is lig- it a fracture? My thing? Ligament? My thing is where the ligaments You attached. see, that's stem cell. You need some stem cell. No, no, I did. It, it's basically. Stem it, cell is a lot less than 100 grand. Tell you what. No, no, no. no, hey, no. I'm saying hey. I, I've been doing PRP. PRP is basically, it's like a step before. PR. It's where you take Pretty your, rad pussy? Yeah, exactly. That's the name of my new band, actually. <laughs> No, it's you take all the blood out, you spin it in a centrifuge, and then you take out the center, and then that's what you inject back in. That's what you've been doing. Yeah, do you got it. some extra? It works. It works. Can I get some? You can. Yeah, we can get some tomorrow if you want. Can I get it right on my side? You probably. Yeah, you could do. A, I don't know what you can do with that as far as that's concerned. Happy Easter. <laughs> that that seems. Like, we get some stem cells in my gut. No, that seems like you could have like a floating river, like something like weird in your side, like you know. Bro, bro. I've taken some slams to the side where my ribs hurt for literally a year. So that's bro, what I was asking. No, no, no. What it's about your motorcycle like, crash that you had in yeah, no, China? No, this is like, bro, this is like, it makes me want a new body. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I like to either get this resolved or just have a new body. Those are the to options. To be honest. I mean, I don't know if either of those are even an option. I might just have to live with this pain for the rest of my life. I don't think that's the, the option ever. I don't think anybody's. Uh, it's always that. an option. No. You've always got an option. Well, that is an you option. You can live with the pain if you want to. But that's not the optimal option. You can live with the pain, brother. You can let it out. Well, I would say that there's probably a way to get it to where it doesn't doesn't hurt. Because <laughs> there's no there's no reason. Lot, lots be... of oil. Lots of oil. <laughs> yeah. You ever tried coconut oil? Topical. Dude, I tried. There's probably a great topical uh, cream that'll just knock that right know, out of the park. Actually, I love coconut oil. It's great because you can like pour it all over the body, and the next morning you make a bulletproof coffee with the same jar. Yeah, I guess. What do you mean you guess? And then yeah. and then like fry in the summer. I'll and work. then like fry an egg. Oh, these headphones are slipping down. How's how are you doing with the water? This is actually the best water I've had in a very long time. <laughs> mm. It's good. Camera's holding up. How long are we in? Actually, I'm just curious because uh, when we first did this, it was. Oh yeah, we're good. That thing's actually holding up strong. We're good. Yeah, because before it would die. I'm after, glad we're good. After before it would die after so long. I'm glad we're not bad. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be hanging out with the bad boys, would you? Yeah, bad boys club. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> what you gonna do? Oh what yeah. What you gonna do when they come for you? Probably. You what know. are you gonna do when they come for you? It's a good point. Good question for everybody to, to ask. <laughs> digest. Yeah. Do you have a grab? You should digest. Do, you, do you, should, you have a grab bag? Hey, hey, you should digest if they come for you. Do you have a grab? <laughs> do you have a grab bag? I'd love a grab bag. You have one? I don't know. I want to tell if you got extras. You you'd tote it around. Well, I, I open it up and see what's inside. 
And then just be, know what you have. And then the decide. Yeah. I'm not going to tote something around and if it's not worth toting. Yeah, you just never open it. It's just a bunch of just useless. What's just in there? Legos. I don't know. It's a surprise. It's just Legos. Legos. Lego. I feel like Legos are one of those things that's like somehow it, they still exist. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Oh, God. I mean, they're, they're, they're like an interesting little thing. Oh, dude. Oh, is that part of the systemic problem? How are they interesting, bro? They're little pieces of fucking shiny fucking plastic. I'm sorry. You know what? I've got a bad attitude because I'm completely over everything in this entire world. <laughs> but if you get your jollies off, you know, Lego, Legos, hey, man. I mean, they're not getting anywhere, my jolly off. Anywhere you can find some joy. That's mostly and where I this, find it. You know, quasi, you know, omni quasi torturous world. You get it. Do you think that Legos are part it. of the systemic problem? Um, Do you think that's I an introduction? Think, I think if you want to go really to the root of the issue, I think it's probably human beings existing on planet Earth. That can't be. It could be. That's so that's so doomsday. <laughs> no, it's not. How not? Well, I'm speaking. We also... I'm speaking, speaking of the past, not of the future. I mean, we do... With... Doomsday doesn't really seem like a reminiscent sort of vibe. It sounds like more of like, oh, what's this going to happen in the future? It's not like, oh, well, back in the day, humans were born into existence. But, I mean, if humans are the system, like the root of the problem, so they're the, they're the, well, the cancer of the earth? I'm not, no, I'm not saying they're... I'm saying they're the root of all human problems. That's definitely true. Obviously. Hey! But that doesn't. But that's not even. Ding ding ding! One coin, even, Yogi Bear. That's not even like a deep no thing. No points, bread lover. I actually meant to ask you in oh, all of your travel. God. I meant to ask you before. This is just not even, don't ask not any like specific. Puck. Yeah, what's your personal. address? What's your address? I was just gonna ask you. Last four years social. Have you ever been to a dinosaur dig? Probably. No, like actually. Like actually, Doug, I bought a dinosaur skull. I didn't want to get my hands dirty, so I just bought the skull. That, that's not the same spirit, right? That's a little <laughs> different. <laughs> like, and I've seen the like kind of quasi dig spot behind uh, LACMA, Los Angeles County uh, Museum of Modern Art. So it was being dug up there. What was being up there? Bones. What kind? Dinosaur. What kind? I don't know. Why don't you ask them? <laughs> do you think that there were dinosaurs? I do. I think there were dinosaurs yeah. on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that why you asked me if I've been to a dinosaur dig? Yeah. You're like, listen, man. There's something I really need to ask you. I've been meaning to ask for a while. Oh, I have been. Well, well, it's listen. Okay. I need a straight answer. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, have you ever been to a dinosaur dig? dig? Have you ever been to a dinosaur no, dig? No. Let's just say no. no. Okay. Hmm. But when you were in e when you were in Egypt, you weren't. There wasn't like any weird digs that were being dug up there. Yeah, but not for dinosaurs. And none. Dinosaurs? <laughs> no, bro. They're digging for like the mummies the, like, and shit. I get, but like yeah, the like there's no dinosaurs the in Egypt. Catacombs of the great Egyptian race. No dinosaurs in Egypt. Currently living. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, not that we're making themselves known to me. Hmm. Though I'll say, di I don't think dinosaurs are the root of human problems and human issues. I think humans are. You know. Uh, yeah, totally. If we didn't exist, there, we wouldn't have any of these isms. I mean... In fact, the etymy of the the phrase ism means is, like as in exist. All isms are things that exist. Racism, 
classism, uh, orgasm. So <laughs> 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 such deep, true words. <laughs> totally. Like it's all part of the process. You know, we are these just all buzzwords you're putting out there? <laughs> you know, it's all just part of the process, bro. And you know, if humans didn't exist, there wouldn't be problems. Well, it's like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're talking about we're talking about, you know, you asked what I thought the root of the problem was. No, I, I was, I really don't. Who, who cares what the root of the problem is? Well, I don't care. I was just answering your question. I was just being polite. Oh, you were. I've learned, yes, mm. <sighs> not from my parents, but I learned. Um, to like What's one answer thing? questions if it's like, you know. What do you got over there? In a fair say. I just got like some fucking, like, I'm just kind of like, you know what I mean? I feel like a little bit fucking weird. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> just like, you ever like try to like adjust and it's like everything's like not quite. All the wrong moves. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I just gotta. <sighs> That's why I don't smoke weed. Yeah. It gets you. Fucks me up, bro. And then I'm like all fucked up, and it's like, what do you want to do? I smoke more weed. <laughs> yeah, they legalized uh, marijuana today in New York. Yesterday. Whatever. Today, yesterday, all just time. On right? April Fools. Time's only relative. On April Fools, no one's mentioned it on social media that I've seen. Probably because no one gives a fuck. That's not true. Why? Everyone gives a fuck. Obviously, they don't. They give a fuck about the. Yeah, heard it here first, kids. New York legalized marijuana April 1st, 2021. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? 2021's already better than 2020, bro. It's already like... <sighs> Whoa. We forget so quick how fucked up things were this time for 2020. Well, they weren't... March and April? They weren't fucked up yet. <laughs> they were just about to be. There was like a maybe on the horizon. Like, hmm, is this... Do you remember the fear? This is a really nice fucking bag, dude. I don't care. What makes I'm it not nice? into, what makes I'm it not nice? into name brand stuff at all. What do you think makes it nice? Well, I like the I like the depth of the patches. What they're nice and thick, or they're just. Well, just how there's like several different style of patches, and then the trim, like the em, the em, the envelope trim. Yeah, I mean, seems pretty basic. Apparently, it's a Supreme Gucci. It's Gucci and Supreme, you know, Supreme the skate company collab. Which is weird because Supreme didn't put their name on it. What about the other side? It's heavy, huh? The other side is just normal. What do you think you're going to put in that thing? Stacks. Money bag? <sighs> to be honest, nothing. Probably just put it back in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I would never see that and think, add to cart. Really? Never. Might someday. You think so? Maybe. We go through changes, bro. That's true. Maybe I'll buy that thing one day. So Sometimes not... you just see something and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. Is that how it goes? Mm-hmm. Is that what you did exactly when you saw that? Was that an online purchase? Who purchases anything in person anymore? Yeah, I kind of prefer it sometimes. Like what? Like, like. Food? I mean, a car. A car, you do. Food. Like food. Yeah. So, you ride motorcycles quite a bit, right? Mm. Moto go vroom vroom. 
can't believe you have a uh oh god <laughs> somebody always wants something <laughs> what do you got who knows who do you think this is i don't know take it you want me to answer the call right now yeah i don't know where my phone even is oh shit. it's probably in the bag Oh, oh no! Missed. Guess who it is? Who? Should we call him on air? Who? He's the only guy we we could call on air. Oh yeah, we can call him. Really? Should we call this savage? Yep. He really wants to hang out. Should I put him on? <laughs> or should I put him on a video? Has he been on the show yet? No. I texted him about it, and he. I texted him about it, and he didn't even respond to my text. I said, hey, let's do a podcast. Not th left me on scene. <coughs> What's up, buddy? Hey, you're live. You're live, bro. Is he? Alive. You, you're a bear. No, look, bro. You're in the middle of a podcast, it looks like. You're Say on the hi. podcast. Say hi. You are now on the podcast. You're officially on. You, you look good, bro. Did you get your haircut? Quick, oh. topic. Let's put it that way. What do you say? I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, I got a wig on tonight. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a skin wig? <laughs> it looks like a skin wig. You gonna come? You wanna come in? Yeah, come over, Spence. Come over, come in. Come. All right, come on, Yogi Bear. All right, Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear. See you here. Yogi Manera. This guy. Actually, the collection in the bag is organically forming very nicely. Another <laughs> pen. What is it? What is? Where is like that it pen from? It matches very well. Where is that pen from? Uh, the Willow Bar in Atlanta. Mm. Dude, I really like Atlanta. Atlanta was pretty good. It's pretty good to me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. How long are you down there for? I plan on just flying in for a few days. He was up, stayed for like ten days. Yeah, fucking bought a house. Sick. It's like this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Did you get property with the house? I don't want to talk about it. Yes, I got a lot of property. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own whole own scene. I think people are gonna think I'm I'm part of I'm like I'm like in a cult or something, dude. People are gonna think this. Yes. So I'm doing like a retreat center. Do you know what I mean? Oh, the people down there are gonna think that. Yes. I just think some people will. If they, yeah, I mean, yeah. But why do you think that? I'll, I'll, they're invited if they want to pay. What are they doing over there? You want to find out? Yeah, buck fifty a night. Put this robe on. So here's the deal on dress codes. I think I'm going to enforce the dress code. And what's that going to be? Everyone has to wear white. <laughs> I haven't decided 100% I'm going to do that. I would I'm think gonna, on that. Why would, that? Well, why pick a color? Like the why is thing there... is, is clothing separates people. You automatically judge someone whether you think so or not, at least a little bit when you see them and whatever they're dressed. And not that it's a good or a bad judge, but it's, you judge them as someone other than you. But if someone is wearing exactly the same, this is why there's uniforms. Yeah, if I, I someone get that. is this is like inherent part of this is like psychology, bro. Yeah, I get it. It's very basic, but I'm not saying that it's I. But why is that? Why pick a color like or a? a it's a not garb? about the, a gar. Well, why why the color white? Yeah, because color, white means symbolizes purity. And when I say purity, I mean the sense of non-attachment. 
So we're black. This is also you can look this up. Guys don't believe anything I say. Like googling, oh, weed's legal. Yeah, bro, come on. You can Google this too. <laughs> black is the accompaniment of all colors. You know, you're a painter. You mm-hmm. fucking know that. You don't have to Google that one. So why white? Because everyone does white work. allows us to present ourselves without those contaminants, without all these exterior influences, and just be present in our own self, and see someone else as they are but in you're their still, own self. But you're still gonna judge somebody if, like, the guy that has mustard and ketchup on the front of his white gown, you're gonna think this guy is a fucking goddamn slob. That's animal. different. That's different. Right? That's a true reflection of the person. So maybe no clothes. So here's the deal on full nudity. Probably illegal somehow. <laughs> Maybe bear masks. In I'm white. like, when they... in doubt in Georgia, if you think it's illegal, don't. Like, I'm basically, no one's even allowed on the property that's under 18. Yeah, that like, seems. You cannot, right. it's not like a family environment. This is like over 18, you have to sign your NDA and so... your waiver. So this is going to be a retreat center for guys and girls, all people, all adults. And what do they? What so? What do they do there? Do they just stay at a house? They do Dude, some yoga. Do you really want to know? I'm gonna listen. Yeah, I don't want to pigeonhole the retreat, so I'm just gonna give you a very vague, brief answer. Also, because like I thought a lot, of, a lot about it, I'm dealing with a lot of it, and I don't really need to. Um, get all into it right now. The general idea is that it's platonic intimacy. That's open to your own interpretation. I use it as the very literal terms of the definition of platonic along with the very literal terms of the definition of intimacy. There's a few simple ground rules. For one, you have to check your phone in when you arrive. Okay? For all electronics. You can't have your laptop, you can't have your phone. If you need to use your phone or your laptop, there's a phone zone. It's like a two-minute walk from the house. It's like a gazebo. You can go use your electronic devices out there. Inside, no. Two, you can't ask for anybody's contact info. If you want someone's contact info, you give you give your number, your contact info to the you know to the front desk and say, hey, could you please give this person my my number? Third, no one's allowed to go back to anybody's room at all. If you want to talk to someone and hang out, you know, walk on the nature trails, go to the creek, chill in the sauna, relax, you know, by the pond. These are all things that you have to, that that you can do with somebody else, but you can't (laughs) take someone back to private room. Fourth, everyone's got to wear white. (laughs) I'm just kidding about four. I'm wondering, I'm debating it. It's debates, debates. So what is, what is the ultimate user experience look like like like, how do i know what your ultimate experience is what's yours there dude you actually want to know i'm completely i've experienced i'm so ultimate out bro well okay even if it's even if it's just basic like i would just love to go this thing and just go walk by the creek with well yeah i think just being in an environment where there's enough other people that you can communicate with, but everybody's like basically sort of cool enough that you don't have to worry about anything. Like people just want to exist around people without having to fucking deal with shit. No pressure. 
Yeah. Be able to say what you want. No judgment. I mean, the, the NDA is a big thing, too. I mean, you got to sign a non-disclosure agreement. You know? Just you don't even talk about your experience. Uh, outside of... Well, I think it's going to be basically... You can talk about your own experiences, but you can't speak on anyone else's. So if you want to go back and say, Oh, I went to this place, and I had this experience, and it was amazing... That's cool, but you can't say, oh, I met Johnny, and Johnny said they had this experience. What? No. Don't fucking talk about Keep Johnny's name out of your mouth. Right. You can talk about your experience. Right. Oh, I went to this thing. You know, I walked around to the creek. I had delicious food. I met cool people, right? But you can't say, oh, I walked around the creek. I ate delicious food. I met Susan, and Susan told me, blah, blah, blah. Like, what? No, you can't fucking talk about Susan or what she told you. You can't even say that a person named Susan was there because that's not your business. So what if, you know, Susan goes there and she's like, I'm just looking to have the walk down by the creek. She's very innocent and really wearing the white. And then so-and-so is down at the creek <laughs> with a bear mask sucking someone's dick. <laughs> and she's just like, wait, no, this is not what I came and here the for. the bear mask person and the person getting their, their dick sucked got to go. They're 86. Oh, they, they get 86. Yeah. And so there's could, no... And they, and they could face... They, so, they could face uh, a civil lawsuit. So there's no sexual no, no, aspect. No, no, no. I mean, look, at, I'm, I, I am not a proponent of getting into other people's like business of what they're already doing. Like, stop, like if it's a couple, if a, if a couple is arriving as a couple and they're a, a couple, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and get in between them. And I mean, like, you can't, right? But that's why the rule is very clear. You can't go back to English shoes. You can't go. No sexual activity. Like, if people want to have sexual activity back at the room, I can't stop a couple. I'm going to encourage they don't. But honestly, this isn't about two people that already have a connection and that have already been having sex, continuing to or not continuing to have sex. This is about people uh, being able to be in a place without even having to think about sex. Right. And just existing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like one of the best fucking feelings. Have you ever stayed at a place like this? Yeah. I almost had sex with this girl. It's fucking crazy. At like, the thing? I told her. I was like, all right, listen, we can be intimate. But the thing is because we didn't have supervision. Huh. You know? And she's super sexy. She's big, long. Like, she's from France. France. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She was like, just like, hmm. And she had been through crazy. She had been like married at least once, maybe twice. You know what I mean? She was a corporate attorney in Lyon. And, um... I was like, yeah, I want to be intimate, but not sexual. And we kind of got sexual, but we didn't. But then I was like turned on. So for the next three days, I was like irritated that I didn't sleep with her. And I was like, oh, well, I shouldn't have slept with her. And then when we got out of the course, like she came over to my bungalow like two days after the course ended and, you know, got on top of me for a birthday and just, just her birthday. Took out this nice little uh, Italian joint. <laughs> it was her birthday. Oh. Bears gotta do what bears gotta do. It's my birthday and I'll ride if I want to. <laughs> ride if I want to. Wait, so... You would ride, too, if it happened to you. <laughs> Do you know that song? It's a reference. It's a real song. Yeah, I know. Right. She's, like, looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, wait, she, you've been looking at me all like that the whole time. Yeah. Wait, so you went to a, a place like this and exist at this place for how long? Oh, I was there for three weeks. Oh, wow. And I she actually, was, too? She was, too? Actually, no, no. She was there for two weeks. Um, Actually, people that know my podcast or listen to my show know, know that I haven't put an episode out since uh, like December 31st I think 2020 and I, I said I was going offline and I was in a country 
that I couldn't talk about and I had to get out and there was all this stuff going on. Well, that was when I went to this retreat center. And I hadn't done a podcast. I mean, I still haven't done a podcast. I've been completely focusing on other things, you know. And, and um, yeah, so I was there for three weeks because, I mean, I was, like, fucking super depressed, bro. I was, like, suicidal and in regret. I had a really traumatic thing happen to me with this. I told everyone I wouldn't talk about it. But basically, how do I say this? Um, you ever heard of the herpy? <laughs> <laughs> Not the sex STD, but the, like, mythical creature. No. A herpes. No. You ever heard of it? Uh, probably not. It, it's it's like a gargoyle. You heard of a gargoyle? Yeah. So the original herpes was, like, this, like, gargoyle. Like, this gargoyle that's more bird-like. I want to show you a photo so fucking bad. Here, should I show you a photo? Sure. So, I what, you... so what about it, though? So... I met this woman who was basically like a herpy. <laughs> Sounds gorgeous. <laughs> herpy animal. Does it keep turning off? No, the lights turn off. Maybe. Oh. Oh, it's shit. Oh, no. Don't Google that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's so bad. Look at the cat. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's not what I was talking about. That's amazing. That's totally not at all what I was talking about. Yeah, I guess this animal doesn't exist. I guess I'm literally talking about a creature that doesn't exist. Well, so anyway, she's you met a gargoyle. Did you ever woman. see the last unicorn? Nope. There's like this mystical bird creature, bro. So you met one? No. I met a woman who reminded me of, like, basically a gargoyle. Because she was like, and she's really fucking aggressive. And the long story, really short, is I was just like, this world needs healing. (laughs) From that experience. (laughs) From your gargoyle experience. This is the whole world, and it all needs to heal. It was symbolic because, like, I could tell she didn't get the attention in her life that she deserved. And she'd become this freaking, like, vampirish creature that just needed to, like, suck the, like, time and energy and attention of just whoever would just look at her. And the only way she knew how to do that was, like, sexually or through power. She was really powerful. Really powerful woman, bro. Like, to this day, I'm, like, scared as fuck of her. Because she could, like, literally kill me. I'm just like, oh, that sucks, dude. Like, physically? I don't want to talk about it. But point being, she's a very intimidating person. Mm-hmm. Very intimidating. And I thought we were cool, but we were not cool, apparently. Is this when you picked up jujitsu? I am not talking about any more of this story, actually. Um, but the point of the story is, it led me to, <laughs> to, like, look at this thing and have this vision to do this retreat center, you know? Mm-hmm. And so to answer your question in a very long about way and what do I expect or what's my experience of it, it's just to be able to be there and witness other people have these uh, like reconnections with fellow human beings in a harmonious, safe way without any like, oh, you want to use me for my money or you want to use me for my connections or you want to use me for my, 
my 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 power or my plot right like no you literally cannot use anybody there you can't use them for their money you can't use them for their body you can't use them for your even their time because everybody's you don't, you don't have any place to go mm-hmm. you're where you're supposed to be you've made that commitment and you're there so what are you going to do if you can't use your electronic devices and you're on this place you know you're going to talk to people and you're going to go for walks you're going to go down to that creek and there's not going to be two guys sucking each other's dick dude mm-hmm. that's like we want to make sure that's not even a thought of happening down there right do you know what i mean well i'm just like, we yeah. want you know what we want to be down there a creek a nice creek that's it yeah don't want any fucking weird shit going on i mean there's a very limited amount of people allow there's property it's I don't know how much I really want to talk about on the air. But it's part of like an ex- another 200 acres approximately. So it's like a 200 acre private retreat center. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty nice. That actually sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, and you can like pass to the creek or over to the pond and the fields. And so it's going to be set up really nice. And we don't want there to be a bunch of people, you know? A dozen people max. A baker's dozen. But a dozen people's max, you know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously. This, like... And then we'll have like you know a work a workshop thing in the morning, a workshop thing in the evening, but you know we'll probably have guests you know guests. What kind of workshops? I want to keep it super simple. In the morning, I want it to be basically just like a little like a really quick like I'm not in these long meditations. Like people can't people have ADD. Like I want like a 10 minute meditation, like a 20 minute yoga session, and then like uh like a, a 10 minute like interactive like an exercise right like uh acro yoga or uh you know everyone feeds each other food fruits or just whatever you know it may be and then it's everyone feeds each other fruits <laughs> <laughs> what yeah man this is amazing okay i'm listening and it, it's a th- it's a thing it's a thing it's like a little game you play like you blindfold me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like we'll have like a. Head. Haven't you ever seen? Have you ever seen? You might have even done this. You're like, it's a line in the sand no. for a reason because you can erase it and like move no. it over. So like, you ever see people or have done this thing where you're blindfolded, they're blindfolded, and then you lead you lead them around like it's an exercise in trust. So you blindfold me or I blindfold you, and then we take I take your hands and you lead me like down a road, mm-hmm. and it's an exercise in learning how to trust others. Do you know? Have you seen this? You've yeah. got to have seen. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that concept is sort of what that part of the program is, that part of learning to trust. But instead of it being done, being led down a busy city street, right, like, which is not enjoyable, like blindfolded down a city street, it's like, the fuck, dude? That doesn't sound like a holiday, right? Yeah. Like, instead of that, it's like in a beautiful room at the perfect temperature getting fed delicious fruit. Yeah, this mask has just got the best of me. <laughs> Sorry, it's really not the mask. It's my eyes. He thinks they're like amazing. He likes the colors. No, the mask. So, is no, literally, it's, it's like it's woven into your existence. <laughs> like it's like literally, I'm talking to a fucking Ted the teddy bear. No, 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 bro. Look, it's like the Chucky. D- it's like the Chucky e. Cheese edition with the shitty fucking uh, robotics. The all the creatures like hardly work, bro. The mouth doesn't work. This is actually symbolic. Uh, yeah, I really want to just cut like, I really want to cut this like thing right here. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <You got> it? <laughs> it seems like it's a little close to my face. 
<laughs> Definitely just use the knife blindly. This is a trust uh, exercise. Yeah, I don't think I can get the angle right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you're getting really sketchy with that thing. <laughs> the funny the funny thing about the yeah, bear it was dog, all good till he started cutting his mouth bear mouth open to the mask <laughs> hey bro what are you doing what are you doing out there ah i can't there's something on my face <laughs> it's like these fucking masks dude i can't do these masks bro i mean the bear mask this is the ultimate fine. mask are you kidding me <laughs> Should I go on the plane? Sir, <laughs> sir, you gotta wear your mask. You gotta, sir, 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 sir. You sir. have to wear that sir, thing. Sir, sir, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> You've gotta wear your mask. The fact I, that you I am to... wearing my mask. <laughs> the no, sir, sir, your face mask. Oh, uh, the eyes face are mask? ridiculous. Face mask. <laughs> This is the most face mask. It really is. No, sir, sir, it needs to cover your mouth. Put a little fly screen over that part. How about this? <laughs> yeah. That mask is yours. Well, it's not anybody's, but you can take Dude, it. Dude, I can't take it. My bag's full. You got plenty of room for that. What do you think about minimalism? Mm, a lot of things. Really? Mm-hmm. You have deep, profound thoughts on minimalism? Oh, so many. You already got a maximum amount of thoughts on minimalism? All right, what's your thoughts on minimalism? <laughs> you ever, uh, did you ever hear of a guy named Jacques, uh, Jacques Fresco? I've heard of Jacques Cousteau. No, Jacques Fresco. He's like this, uh... Jacques Fresco? Yeah, he's like this, uh, modernist... Fresh Jacques? Fresh Jacques. <laughs> he's Jacques like this, he's Fresco. This, he wasn't a minimalist, but he kind of was in a way, like creating like a society where it wasn't like about economy it was it's basically structured different <laughs> um, <laughs> how was it structured where robotics basically did most of the jobs and people were more free to be able to like do their own things and they didn't have there wasn't like you know this person has this big house on the hill and this person has this small shit well, house. Sucks. It was just like it was. There was no class. It was. It was more oh, like so it's, it's like a society like that's built sustainably and it's like supposed to be. You know, uh, the idea of it was to like change the carbon footprint of the earth by basically putting people in boxes. I'm not saying that I agree with them. I'm saying the idea, the construct of it was interesting because you kind of take all the things away from people and you start to like understand what kind of things you actually like to do. So, I mean, I think as far as, like, minimalism, a lot of people think of it as, like, living in a van and surfing and, you know, having, like, I don't even know what they think of it as. This is quite an extensive uh, explanation <laughs> I told of you, I thought, thoughts I on do, minimalism. I do, I do think the max about minimalism. Like, like let me tell you. Um, hey, right. hey, hey, dog. Yeah. But you, got, I do, you got any hot stock tips? But yeah, I think, bro. I think I'm maxed the, on minimalism. The thing that people, like, I think gravitate towards minimalism, I think that the unexpected thing that they find through it is that they actually find maybe their passion through minimalism, like what they actually like to do. Does that make sense? Because everyone's always trying to downsize and throw shit away and, oh, I, I, I have, so, I'm, down, I'm down to a backpack. This is one of the concepts of the retreat center is you can minimize for a weekend, Right. Like, you don't have to give away all of your earthly possessions. Yeah. You can just, you know, go to this retreat, hang out, 
get fed super good, healthy vegan meals three times a day, you know, go on nature walks. Sounds so boring. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny is like You got what about some dirt bikes? Get some dirt bikes on that property. Build you a track. No, dude. Electric ones. What's funny is like after you just do all the stuff. I know. Like all the stuff. Yeah, totally. It's like all you want to do is none of the stuff. I know. It's so of. weird. I know. It kind of is that way sometimes. I'm just like, nah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just flying like my sugar baby to Columbia next week, <laughs> first class, to go write my 13th book. Yeah. Sounds great. Uh, I hope it, I live. But doesn't feel like anything? Bro, I don't feel anything anymore. I don't feel sex. I can barely taste food. I like my, the, I'm not inspired by business. Is that the Italian version of Corona? Is that the, is that the strain? The uh, Italian strain? Oh, the, uh, no taste. the COVID IT? No desire for life. <laughs> hey. How's it taste? Eh. Eh. Where do you want to go? Eh. How do you feel? Eh. Like, really? And so that's the thing. It's like at that point... You just want to be in an environment where you can exist without any stress or trauma yeah. or, like, issues. Like, basically, like, after three weeks of this place, one of the things – I learned a lot of things about humanity. But one of the things that I learned about, like, individualism, like, you as individual, me as individual, and, like, personal existence and, like, you know, feeling good was that just to be able to, like, wake up in a really comfortable, clean place – and eat really good nutritious food and like hang out with really cool people. The days went by so fast and I was like, this feels like heaven. Yeah. Like I can have all the good with none of the bad. It was one of the most expensive retreats in the country I was in. And I was like, oh, fuck. but the reason it was so expensive, a lot of it had to do with um, the doctor. Oh, there's a doctor involved. <sighs> yeah, bro. An Ayurvedic doctor who studied in southern india hmm. but to me that's a little too dogmatic right like i don't want to get pigeonholed into oh this is an ayurvedic retreat center so instead i'm bringing in this chef who i turned on to ayurvedic cooking a few years ago he's he, he went to culinary institute of america the cia what is ayurvedic ayurvedic it's uh it was the first Basically, scientific medical system in the world came out of southern India about 6,000 years ago. And what is it? It's basically like natural medicine. So certain herbs and, you know, flavors. And basically what I did was something called panchakarma, which is like basically I drink uh, blessed holy milk from a, a cow, from an ashram, like a cow that's flown in, and then vomit 12 times. So... <laughs> I drink like two or three liters of milk and then a bunch of like Himalayan rock salt water, like licorice and salt water. <sighs> and just a lot of, uh, uh, uh. And then another one of them is like, uh. Why'd you breathe like that? The other one's like purgatory, I think. Was it, it was like an experience that you had with that or something? Uh, it's vomiting. No, I know, but you were kind of like, like. Oh, it was definitely, there was definitely a lot of going on. It was very, a lot of exhales. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other one was uh, purgatory. What's that? That's this purging process where you you eat, you drink a lot of laxatives and you poop, 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 poop for like 12 hours, like, hours, like 12 times. 
And then the other one is Enemas, which I'm not stoked on at all. And then the fourth one is Smoke. And the fifth one is Leeches. So I did all four. I just didn't do the leeches. He said I didn't have to because I didn't have any blood conditions. Where do they put the leeches? Wherever your blood conditions are. Anyways, the point How being, do they know? Because you could see your rash. Oh. Like you got a rash in your leg or something. Leech. Put the leech on there. It sucks out all the bad blood. So it's a very ancient medicine. And they had a doctor there because the doctor would basically, you know, analyze you, diagnose you, and then put you on this program. And between the things you were doing, there was, like, massages where you'd go in and they like, bathe you in warm, you know, you know, ro- warm rose water or massage you with, like, almond and sandalwood. or just like, It was really nice, okay? But the basic, like, the basics of it was just providing a space for people to be and not have to go anywhere and not have to do anything and just exist. And... There was like areas that I saw that it had expand in a really good sociable way, right? Right, because it was still being influenced mostly by the traditional Ayurvedic Institute. It wasn't like a fusion, you know what I mean? It wasn't like there was other things also. Um, so then I started re- like researching it. See, it's fucked up because your chair is right on the edge of this carpet. I know. I, I got to adjust. You know what I'm talking about. I do. You fucking know exactly. You, you do that on up. purpose, huh? You got to hang up. See, Brett does this on purpose so his guest that yeah. never feels comfortable as he does. Yeah, exactly. He's like, listen, Keep I don't ever I don't even, I don't ever want my guests to be more comfortable in my studio than I am, all right? So here's the deal. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to put the chair straight up, the back of the chair straight up, and we're going to bring the carpet up just enough so anytime he gets relaxed enough to lean back, he goes right off the edge. <laughs> I got a computer cord over here that's doing the exact same thing. There's something that's hanging me up. I said we put them out. I put. I said we put it out. It's misery. Yeah, I think we just rip them. Let's all out. take the carpet out back and burn it. Let's just rip everything <laughs> out of here. Rip me, rip me again. Are you still I gotta here? say, I'm, I wish Nirvana never existed. I mean, R.I.P. Kurt Cobain, but really, what the fuck? What disaster? Still why? what? I'm not still anything. Still waters run deep. So why do you think that? Why do you feel that way? I mean, why do I even think? Why do we think at all? Why, why do you think that about Nirvana specifically? It's just depressing as fuck. So his song called, like, Rape Me, Rape Me. It's like, what are you fucking talking about, bro? What's another one of his songs? What's his big one? What do you expect from a kid from, what is he, Seattle? Hey, are we spirits? He's from Seattle? Is he from, from Seattle? fucking Suicide Land. Really was Suicide Capital of the World. Uh, Olympia. I went to school in Olympia. Have you been to Seattle? Bad news, bro. What? Yeah, I went to the same school he went to. In Seattle? Dude, grunge, baby. I'm old as fuck. That's not where you... That's where I was you like pale end of grunge. Wait, I was gr- like the end of grunge where I was just like sleeping with older grunge chicks, but grunge was already out. Did you grow up in Seattle? Like the first pussy I ever ate was probably from like some like BC. 18-year-old grunge lesbian chick that just saw some little fucking 15-year-old boy and was like, fucking pick up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. So I'll why, tell you what. Why that? I wouldn't eat that same pussy today. No. Mm-mm. Why? Nothing I've, matters. I've evolved. Mm, good pussy matters. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters. I thought. Nothing really matters. Well, yes. Yeah, so the that's a macro perspective. That's a macro view, right? So, so like, you, on the big macro perspective, nothing really matters. On the macro view, right? Like nothing. 
at that point, do you have... But within that sphere of nothing really matters, there's all this other stuff, like certain foods and people. What about when you are feeling... like? And do within you, that sphere... Do you feel desire? Do you feel desire for life when there's good pussy? Dude, I don't even really feel anymore. Like, sometimes I feel mildly annoyed, and other than that... So I'm, then why care, who cares about good <laughs> or bad? Sometimes I feel mildly annoyed, other than that I don't really have feelings. When's the last time you had sex, you would say? Probably yesterday. Oh, probably it, yesterday. It was, it was the night before I flew out of Atlanta. Oh. Yeah, because at the hotel. Oh, I thought you were whenever. celibate or something for a minute. I'm celibate whenever I'm not having sex. Yeah, true. Yeah, same. And whenever I'm having it, I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'll keep the bear mask? Well, I'm weird because like I've learned how to completely turn myself off and not feel sexual at all. So like most of the time now, I'll just be completely like not like be able to totally not have any sexual feelings at all for anybody at all. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm with a woman and I think I can trust her and she's really fucking cool, then I'll be like, okay. And I'll allow myself to start to, like, you know, feel her body. Right. And her, you know, feelings. And <sighs> So that's what I was doing in Atlanta. You know, after the house thing, I'm, all right, well, you know, she's like coming over every night. Bring that ID. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, dude, how fucking crazy would it be? Oh gosh, I didn't even say that. Did you guys have a face mask upon first? Do I hear my most paranoid thought? Yeah, actually. That she, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> oh yeah, is that only... she's using her sister's ID or something? Oh no, it's <laughs> she like goes that. To the airport. Oh no, they're like, wait a second. I got a hundred percent make sure. I'll call her back tomorrow. And I asked her a hundred times. Like, just swear to God, if you're not eighteen. Swear to God, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, just be honest. We'll be cool. She showed me her ID. I was like, okay, 19. But I'm like, my paranoid mind, you know? I was like, what the fuck? Oh. What if, bro? It's terrible. How paranoid is that? I would How, never want to be in that situation. That would be all right. Exactly. So I just got to call her and triple check tomorrow. Yeah, like five-time check. Oh, yeah, at least you can sleep well on that. <laughs> You'll sleep well on that whole situation. So you're definitely not your older sister, right? 